0: Welcome to another episode of Style with Shara. Now, if this is your very first time checking out my podcast, first, let me just thank you for checking it out in the first place. As I said, my name is Shara and I am a wardrobe stylist, style blogger, and now podcast host. And this podcast is basically just a place where I really just voice my opinions on various topics surrounding all things fashion, business, lifestyle, and well-being. So however you found out about me, whether that be IG, um, word of mouth through my website or through my blog, thank you so much for just letting me run my mouth in your earphones um, or through your speaker, whichever way you're listening. Now for the people who have been consistently keeping up with each episode, thank you guys as well just for holding it down and supporting me and just supporting my platform Um, I know I received a lot of good feedback from the last episode where I had luxury shoe designer, Shatier Monroe, as a guest. Um, and that was one of my favorite episodes so far. Um, that was where we just really chopped it up over a glass of wine. Well, for those of y'all who listen, we actually almost finished the whole bottle. Um, I don't know what it was about that Liberty Creek, y'all. That was my first time having that brand of wine. I'm trying to tell y'all, like... And I'm really just getting into wine. Um, I want to say probably like, mm, probably like within the last year and a half, maybe two years. Um, But I do love it so far. Um, My uncle kind of introduced me into the whole wine world, and I do occasionally attend wine classes with him and his wife, just to gradually learn more and more and just expand my palate. So I don't um know it all when it comes to wine but I am learning a little something about different wines and um different finishes and I do know if you like like a sweet red wine with a smooth finish this wine is definitely one that you should try. We had this I think we had the red sweet blend or something like that. Um and it was bomb. Um and by the way this is not an ad. <laughs> Liberty Creek is not sponsoring me yet. <laughs> But who knows, as much as I keep talking about that wine, maybe one of these days they will cut me a check for some good publicity because I this is like the second episode I'm talking about them. But yeah, so Shatier brought the wine, and I met her at her shoe lounge, and we just had a real conversation, you know, just a transparent conversation about everything under the sun that, you know, is in our worlds as two young women pursuing fashion, so... Um, she talked about her creative process. We talked about personal development and challenges and things that we do just to help, you know, our mental health and our creative process. Just everything. We talked about everything. So thanks so much to everybody who let us know that they enjoyed her episode. And if you haven't heard it yet, definitely go back and check out that episode because, like I said, I think that was one of my favorite interviews I've done so far. And you can tell I got excited in her episode because of how fast I was talking. Um, Like when I'm talking about something I'm really passionate about, I tend to do that sometimes. So yeah, like I said, shout out to Shatiera for bringing some amazing, amazing insight on her episode and just being really open to share. She and I really hit it off and we just vibe. So our collaboration was really everything I wanted it to be. It was effortless. It was real. um, And for the most part, I enjoyed like the whole like creative process, really. Um, And I definitely plan for us to continue to collab in different ways in the future. So, the reason you guys didn't get an episode from me the following week is, which was last week, is because I was down bad, (laughs) y'all. Like, as soon as the weather broke, I started having crazy cold symptoms. I had a fever and like I told, told y'all before, um, my sinuses make everything like a million times worse. So I was really feeling every symptom like times 10. I barely felt like moving, let alone talking. So I definitely just took that time to kind of just relax and recuperate because y'all probably wasn't going to even understand what I was saying anyway. Um, <laughs> so I just took that time to get some rest so that I could come back stronger and this past week was definitely like a wake up call to just stay healthy and stay on point with taking my vitamins and staying hydrated like all that because I got too much to do this wanted to be sitting up in the house sniffling and if you still hear it in my voice a little bit and if I still sound a little nasal that's why because I'm still kind of getting over the last few cold symptoms. But anyway, so this week's episode is going to be somewhat of a rant. And judging by the title, you can tell that I'm going to be talking about just how the world thinks women should dress and how we should present ourselves. And I really was inspired to speak on this topic based on a recent experience that I actually had involving a client that I styled for a photo shoot that she would be featured in for a business that she's launching And I remember in the beginning, as we were looking at different pieces, I remember her telling me that she wanted to look very simple and chic, but yet very polished and professional. So that's what we went for. And we ended up going with a crops belted blazer with like some high waist, slim ankle trousers. And then she had a black shell top underneath. So she was completely covered from head to toe. In the outfit, it was very conservative look, very classic, but still pretty fashion forward. Especially with the crop jacket, it kind of added like a more modern approach to the suit. So, in my opinion, the results turned out really well, um, especially for someone who didn't have much experience in front of the camera. She came back to show me the photos, and to me, it looked like the vision was exactly what she said that she wanted. In this case, I actually had no involvement in the actual photography part of the project. So um, I wasn't on set with her. I was just responsible for helping her choose her look for the shoot. So when she came back to show me the pictures, I was just really happy for her. But she was telling me that she was concerned because she's a woman of God and she mentors young women as well. And she didn't want the images to be negatively received by people. And I honestly, I really didn't see the problem with any of the images at all. Because like I said, she was completely covered from head to toe in the outfit. Like no skin whatsoever was showing except like maybe a little bit of like a square of her neck, you know. But I mean, even if she wasn't, in my mind, that definitely wouldn't cause me to think that she's quote unquote not a virtuous woman or a woman of God. And I think, I don't know if it's just because... One, I consider myself to be a woman of God, and I know the way I like to use my style to accentuate the things I like about my own body and two, just because like I just wasn't brought up that way to think a certain way based off of how a woman dresses. And that it means her values are on a lower level. So I told her, girl, I think you look great. And in my eyes, you know, from the outside looking in, there's no way people are going to get a negative view from these pictures. So I was just reassuring my client, you know, I wanted her to feel confident before she released this project. She works hard on it and we worked hard on her outfit. So I just wanted her to feel good about herself. So as I was talking to her, she was telling me, you know, how... She just didn't want people to see this on social media and think, oh, she's one of those girls or whatever that, you know, meant to her. So, you know, I was like, girl, you should see the women I follow (laughs) because like I follow so many women on social media with positive messages and positive impact. just happen to wear short dresses and high heels and like to dress to accentuate their curves and she asked me like oh really well don't you feel like that's something in their morals or their character that's flawed that they will want to dress in styles that show off their body and I told her like no not necessarily you know that's every woman's personal choice and that choice doesn't necessarily give me full insight to who she really is and so then she asked me Well, what does give you full insight to the kind of woman that they are? And I just told her, you know, that it sounds cliche, but I go off of energies and I read a person's spirit and through my exchanges with them. So that could be, you know, whether the way that they choose to either offer their support and lift me up or put me down Um, in our conversations, if they're empathetic towards me or if they judge me based off of what they see on the surface You know, just things that kind of give me more insight to who they are by their actions. You know, if they follow through on what they say they're going to do, you know, just the way that they talk about other people, just things like that really give me insight and the way that they're willing to help other people and support other people. And as I was talking to her, the woman that came to mind really for me was my mom. And if you listen to the show, you probably heard me talk about this before, but I always talk about how just watching my mom get dressed and watch her watching her confidence really increase with every time she got dressed really contributed to the foundation of why I decided to style in the first place. And so I shared this with her, um, with my client, and I talked about how my mom would be quick to put on a bodycon dress and some high heel boots and a fringe jacket. And I just thought she was like the flyest girl ever growing up. But I also saw that she was one of the most generous women ever that I had ever seen and always looking to help people. You know, she was always talking to me about having faith and she was always offering people ideas when they shared their dreams with her. And she still does. And she's one of the most intelligent and thoughtful women that I know. People always compliment my mom on how down to earth she is. So to me, she had a lot of the qualities that I would associate with a woman of God or a virtuous woman. And she had a lot of the qualities that I wanted to have when I grew up and that I think I do have now, thanks to her, now that I'm grown and, you know, she just happened to love herself a sexy dress, as do I, (laughs) now that I'm older and have come into my own style as a woman. So... You know, watching her example is kind of my template in my mind of what it means to be, you know, a great woman. And so, with my client, I shared this with her. And I also just told her how, just like I'm not quick to assume something negative about a woman's character by the way she dresses, I'm also not quick to assume something positive about her either by the way she dresses. Because it's a lot of mean women out here in Turtlenecks, too. Like, just because a woman wears a longer skirt or just because she's covered up physically does not mean she's covered emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. And she was just like, wow, you know, thank you for sharing your point of view. You definitely made some good points and you helped me to see that whole situation from a different angle. And she thanked me for just broadening her perspective because she said she... It gave her insight to how she should be less judgmental, especially since she's a mentor to younger women and she wouldn't want to scare them away by making them feel like she's judging them. But yeah, that whole convo actually opened my eyes to a lot of things. And like I said, it inspired me to even talk about this on the podcast. But honestly, my favorite part about that whole conversation was the fact that even though we disagreed on certain things we still let each other talk and we still were able to share our different points of view in that open mind and exchange and not being combative or getting defensive. And the last thing she shared with me actually was how she actually did have a troubled past herself where she was in fact searching for attention from the wrong people. And since then she, since she's moved on from that, she actually made a lot of different lifestyle choices, but in a way a lot of things made her, A bit over self-conscious and worried about giving people the wrong idea. And that definitely helped me understand her point of view better. But I just wanted to like kindly ask her, like, is it God and yourself that you're worried about pleasing? Or is it the opinion of others? Because I think a lot of times, we put those two in the same category, like we lump all of that together. And we stress ourselves out Trying to live up to certain man made expectations. And I just feel like we as women are carrying so much on our shoulders already. And I think we are just so hard on ourselves. And it's one thing to be hard on ourselves when it comes to our own standards and our own personal values and limits. But society already puts so many pressures on us. Um, We're definitely not the only group of people that are targeted and oppressed and pressured to live up to a certain standard, but women are one of the most targeted groups when it comes to everything from how we should talk and how we should smile more to look more approachable, how we have to have just enough sex appeal, but at the same time be just modest enough and have just enough intelligence, but not too much so we don't threaten egos and we have to have the right domestic skills. I just feel like with all of that being placed on our shoulders already, The last thing we should be worried about is how the world receives the way we choose to express ourselves, whether that be through dress or, you know, whatever that may be. Um, So it's always just so interesting to me just hearing the way that people try to box us in. Like, oh, she can't possibly be a woman of God because, you know, she dresses like this or she likes to have fun and go out and dress sexy. Like, as people, we really just cheat ourselves and play ourselves out of just experiencing the fullness of each other when we make all these assumptions about people based on these man-made rules and these man-made standards. And that's what, one thing that I even try to keep in mind on a personal level, but even just as a stylist. Because my goal as a stylist, personally, I always try to find that balance of sexy and classy, so give and take. And it's funny because I didn't even realize it was something that I did until people started pointing it out. And I started getting compliments where people would tell me like, oh, you always show just like just enough skin, but not too much or, you know, whatever that means. And I think that's something that I just do within my own personal style. But again, that's my own personal style and my personal preference. So, of course, though, like if someone's attracted to my personal style, you know, and they book me, that's, you know, could be part of what they're expecting me to do for their look as well. So a lot of times that is a part of the goal and the overall look that I'm trying to achieve with a lot of my clients if that's something that they're open to. Um, But what I may view as sexy but classy to someone else may be the complete opposite. Like, it might be slutty to them, you know. We all have our own opinions on what makes something tasteful or, like Tyra says, "ho," but make it fashion. And I definitely I have my own opinion on what I view is just enough versus doing too much. But at the end of the day, my opinion is just that it's my opinion. And I think I think when it becomes toxic is when we think our opinions and our personal limits have to ring true for everybody else. And since part of my work is of course expressing my opinion, you know, through helping helping build my clients' wardrobes, I actually I do find myself a lot of times Fighting for my voice and my creativity to be heard Um, with all the restrictions that society has put on women. I can definitely I see it all the time working with women and working with my clients. Um, I hear all kinds of insecurities and concerns that they express to me when it comes to the way they want to be received. And of course, we, we all have insecurities. I don't care who it is. We're all insecure about something. But one of the things I always try to do with my clients is just to get them to basically to just be able to see the difference between the way they should be able to view themselves and feel confident within themselves and trying to control the way the world views them. Because that's like impossible, like especially in today's culture, like um, staying in society's good graces is virtually impossible because we live in a cancel culture where anytime someone disagrees with something you wear or something you say or something you do, they automatically feel entitled to quote-unquote in you and society's view of what's right and what's wrong is one thing is is very fleeting. Like I said, one thing is acceptable one day and it's unacceptable the next day. So um, especially when it comes to fashion. So while I do, you know, I do understand the importance of image to a certain extent and first impressions and things like that, especially when I'm styling someone who is trying to build a brand, but I, so I make a note of that, but I never want to have anyone I work with, have their sense of self-worth be dependent on the approval of others or even just the way the world may view them or perceive them. Perception in my mind is a tool, especially when you're building a brand, it is not everything. And that's why even when I first decided that I wanted to pursue fashion, my whole approach, I always wanted it to be a form of self-expression and not a tool for worldly acceptance. So when I get dressed or when I help other women get dressed, I want them to be able to look at themselves and feel confident and feel creative. Like I want them to to feel unique but still fashion forward and like even if they're trying something new with their look because that's usually what i aim for with a client like even if my client already has an established style i always want to push the envelope even just a little bit further and i know <laughs> i'll be getting on some of their nerves because um, i just really love to see people step outside of their comfort zone Um, it's just what I love to do and I love to see people just expand their horizons, not even just when it comes to style, but when it comes to a bunch of things. And so I can't help it, but, (laughs) um, yeah, fashion to me should just be a world where we're constantly redefining what it means to be sexy or to be classy or chic. Like we should always be switching it up and just setting a new standard for ourselves and what makes something Quote unquote, in. To me, that's just like what makes fashion and style so much fun. I talked about it on my blog a while back. Like, what I think is fly or on point or acceptable may not necessarily be what you think is fly. And that's okay. That's what makes the whole world of fashion and personal style so interesting is the fact that we each have different perspectives. But the difference is, it's something that's not my cup of tea. Unless you're hiring me to style you and actually tell you it's not my cup of tea and actually give you my opinion, what I'm not going to do is try to go out of my way to shame you or make you see my point of view or make you try to dress the way I dress or even just try to tone down your style just because that may not be what I'm comfortable in within my own style. Because like I said, my opinion is just one opinion and it's not it's not anyone's job to try to make anyone else fit into their standard of how they think they should be or dress. And like I said, unless you pay me (laughs) to give you my opinion, I'm well aware that my taste is just one point of view. And I've had conversations with men and women um, about this, even when it goes just beyond just style, but just even in the dating realm and just in relationships and things like that and I didn't realize how touchy and controversial of a topic this was until I started having these type of conversations with men and women and just talking about it as it relates to dating because a lot of people do feel like you attract the wrong type of man if you don't always dress modestly which in my firsthand experience is just a myth because I I've been covered from head to toe. I've been wearing booty shorts. And either way, I get catcalled, like it does not make a difference. So to me, that is not a good indicator of the type of man or the type of people that a woman has the ability to attract in her life, judging by how, you know, judging by her style choices. And I do know some women who do choose to dress quote-unquote modestly, because I feel like with fashion today, that's such a broad term, depending on who you're asking. But like I said, I do know some women who do prefer to stay covered, and that's totally fine. Um, but judging by our conversations, they'd be having the same type of man problems that I'd be having. So <laughs> if that's y'all driving home point for attracting a good man, um, I hate to tell you, but that's a very fleeting rule to live by also, because... Um, people gonna be people regardless of how you dress um and whenever people even try to come at me with that I'm just like it's it's 2019 like at this point I feel like it's too many examples of bomb women who are yes comfortable with their sexuality and you know, using their personal style to accentuate and to celebrate their bodies, but they're also being very public about their faith and their values and their morals and their relationship with God. Like for me, just a perfect example of that when I think of my good sis, Megan Good, and it's crazy because I slept on Megan so hard growing up, but now I just respect her so much as a woman and the way she presents herself. And in my opinion, She's just, you know, like I said, she's very public. She's a woman who is very public about her faith and her morals. But also, she wears what she wants to wear. And personally, I always feel like what she wears is always in good taste. But it's also just always, she's always serving us a look that is sexy, but chic, and just well put together. And But all her pieces, for the most part, still play up her curves and just show off her figure. And she happens to be married to a man that... From the outside looking in, you know, seems to fully accept and love her for who she is and seems to always have her back. And he is a man of God. Like, I know most of y'all saw that clip from, like, forever ago. Um, It was on Twitter, and I saw it back when I was on Twitter. It was about probably, like, at this point, it's probably been, like, I want to say, I don't know how long it's been since their book was out, but probably a little bit over two years ago. And they were doing an appearance to talk about their book and their relationship. And most of y'all probably know the clip I'm talking about, but if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll try to find the clip and put the link in the episode notes. But this is one of my favorite clips of them because I just feel like this video really shows the importance of finding a partner that fully loves and accepts you and is secure enough to defend you both privately and publicly. And, um, so basically in the video, like I said, they were doing an appearance for the book and that they both wrote and they were answering questions. And this lady, she, she raised her hand. Like she had a question, but she really was just trying to throw some shade and she basically was talking to Megan, like, Oh, I saw this, um, you were in this magazine and you had all this cleavage and that's not befitting for your role as a wife and as a first lady. So I think she even like asked her, like, like she was her mother or something. Like she was like, oh, so next time we going to cover up, right? I think that's what she said. And it was like, it was just clear she was being a hater. Cause you know, everybody want to look like Megan. I feel like her body, like, you could not deny. I remember the cover that she was referring to, but, like, that was a bomb cover. So I feel like she was just trying to use this excuse of, like, oh, you have to be modest to hate on her. But her man, Devon Franklin, followed right up. Like, um, no, she's not. She gonna wear what she wants to wear in Jesus' name. And I just thought that was the slickest response because I feel like... um. With him being who he is, being a pastor and being a man of faith, people probably expected him to have this certain view of, you know, what, you know, his woman should dress like and be like. And I just feel like his response, like, I just thought it like, yes, that's the energy that I want in a man, you know, someone that can love you and defend you. Anywhere, you know, in public, in private, and, you know, love every part of you and accept the way that you express yourself and be secure enough within themselves to not feel like they have to restrict you or, you know, tell you how you should present yourself to the world. And plus, let me just say, because Megan's body is snatched. Like, if that was, if I had that body, I'm sorry, nobody told me to cover up either. (laughs) Like, I already don't like men telling me what I can and cannot wear. I don't tolerate it, but even just suggesting, <laughs> like I'm real picky because, you know, my clothes is how I express myself. So I'm already really picky. But if I had Megan's body, oh no, like it's a rep. <laughs> um, and I, she did like a Megan Good 30 day challenge, which was like a workout challenge, like a nutritional challenge. I think so too. Um, I need to get on that because her body is together. Um, and side note, like, do y'all know that this woman is 38 years old? And like, not to say that that's, that's not old at all by far, but just the fact that did, she could easily pass for my age. She could easily pass for 23. Like every time I think about that, I'm just like, I need to get my whole entire life together. Cause she looks my age easily. Um, and I think it's just her glowing, the way she probably just takes care of her spirit. Um, it definitely shows on the outside, but yeah, like I just, I feel like she and a couple of other um, couples are great examples of when it comes to dating and that whole topic of how a woman should dress. That's another, like, no, it's too many good men out here who, you know, if you're looking for the right things in a woman and the right qualities, that's not going to be the make or break for you in a relationship. And just even if If the fact that I want to wear booty shorts because it's hot outside and I think I look good in them, like, and that's what I'm comfortable in, or even if I'm wearing a short dress and some heels or whatever the case may be, if something like showing some skin would make a man, quote unquote, not choose me, you know, as if that's something that I need to be living my life for anyway. Um, But if that would just completely make a man or make anyone completely not want to get to know me or pursue me for the wrong reasons, then that's completely on him. But that's not even someone that I would want to be with. So it works out perfectly because I wouldn't want to be with a man who, where that would make or break whether, you know, how he feels about me. And, you know, if you want to miss out on a bomb woman and a potential wife, because she out here wearing booty shorts, then that's on you. But um, even on a more serious note, because I've been Um, even having conversations with people about, you know, because people say you attract predators or you attract a certain type of man if you dress sexier. Let's be clear, a sicko is a sicko, and they're going to be a sicko whether you're wearing a turtleneck, booty shorts, whatever you're wearing. Like, I completely get that people, they want people to be cautious of triggering, I guess you could say, or provoking certain types of people. Um, who do attack or violate people. But I just feel like it shouldn't be our burden to restrict ourselves and how we present ourselves just because there's sick people out here in the world. And I honestly think that that's a toxic mindset to have. Like, when we constantly put that responsibility on women's shoulders, or even when the question comes up when a woman is attacked or abused, um, well, what was she wearing? Like, to me, that's, like, that lowers the bar And that lowers the sense of accountability. And it's just a toxic um, mindset to have because that really, to me, that just pushes that whole mindset in society that it's a woman's responsibility to not dress a certain way in order to keep herself from getting attacked or violated or disrespected. And the more we keep that whole narrative going, the more that gives violators an excuse to hide behind why they do what they do. So that's just my two cents on that. But yeah, I just want to encourage anyone to, you know, just let your style of dress just be a form of expression that you can be proud of at the end of the day and that you feel like speaks to who you are and who you would like to be, not necessarily who you're afraid of pissing off in the world. Because we all know, especially as women, let the world tell it sometimes we can't do anything right. They're going to talk. Either way it goes. So you might as well make choices that you can live with. And that goes for so many things. But especially, you know, since we're on the topic, you know, the way that you dress. And just let your character and the way that you treat others and the way that you live your life and the way that you treat yourself be the biggest testament to the type of woman that you are. And as far as style inspiration goes, like, there are so many women who are public about their faith and their values while also just exploring their self-expression through personal style. Um, a lot of them do have either personal stylists who come up with their looks, but, um, or, you know, whether they dress themselves or not, they serve enough some fire looks. Um, like I mentioned, Megan Good is one. My good sis, Sarah Jigs Roberts, I just saw her a few weeks ago. Um, she was here in Baltimore and she... Like, her style is just unmatched. She, um, Jay Bolin, which is one of my favorite stylists, he does a lot of her looks, but her eye is really, you know, impeccable and she just has really great taste. Claire Sommers, my favorite fashion blogger ever. Um And even a designer by the name of Nicole Linnell that I really like. She always has pieces that's very, like, sexy, but just on point and just regal. Um, and then Sierra, you know, people, I think people look at Sierra and her husband Russell's relationship now and they forget that Sierra has been like a sex symbol for a long time in music. Um, and her image really hasn't changed that much since she got married. Like she still wears sexy pieces and um, her image is, and her music is still, you know, very expressive and sexy. And people always asking, like, oh, what was that prayer that she had? I don't know. I don't know who started that. Like, I don't know where that started. I remember seeing it on Twitter. But, like, I don't know who asked that question. But everyone's been asking, like, oh, sis, what did you pray? You know. But whatever she prayed before she met her husband, I would not be surprised if in her prayers she asked for someone who was fully loving and accepting of her complete self and who wouldn't judge her. And You know, there's a lot of women that I'm personally inspired by, not just for their style, but just for how they present themselves to the public, you know, as women and as people with integrity and great character traits. And so those are just a few. Um, So, yeah, y'all, that's my rant for this week. (laughs) Let me know what y'all think on this topic, whether y'all want to send me a DM about this episode, comment a post, you know, comment on a post, you know, even on Instagram, whatever the case may be you know, and there's not necessarily a right or wrong answer. This is just my opinion. It's my podcast. So this is my personal point of view. But even like I said, what I love so much about the conversation that I had with a client of mine is that even though we had differing points of view, we did share some of the same values. So we were able to hear each other out and learn something from each other you know, I think people think just because you disagree with somebody on certain issues that you can't still learn from each other. And that's such a closed-minded point of view to have. Um, So yeah, like, you know, let me know what you thought. Let me know what you, your thoughts on this episode. Um, And also, P.S.A., if you listen to the podcast but you are not subscribed to my mailing list, definitely make sure you subscribe. I give free style advice. I give info on my style and services. I give, you just automatically get updates when I do a new blog post, when I do a new podcast episode. And I'm also doing a Christmas giveaway this year that I'm really excited about. Um, and it's just something that I thought of to do. Just to say thank you to all of my people who support me. And wherever that may be, whether you read my blog, whether you just check out my emails or you like my pictures or you are a client of mine or have been a client of mine or whether we've worked together or collaborated. Um, it's just something I really want to do just to thank people for even engaging with my content and just even checking it out in the first place. So I haven't decided how many people are going to be a part of the giveaway, but I will just be giving out different gifts And you can either use these gifts for yourself or you can gift them, you know, if you're short on gifts around the holidays. So, yeah, that's something I'm excited about this year. Just as a thank you to my subscribers. And like I said, I hope you guys like this episode. And I will talk to you all next week.